plates ready? This is Food School, Smarter, Stronger, Leaner podcast. Want to feel amazing? Love the way you look in the mirror and perform your absolute best in the gym, at work, and in bed. Well, in life, you're definitely in the right place. Food, it's you. It builds every single cell of you. And if there is one thing every human being must master, it's food. Because at the very least, eating, you do it every day, several times a day, every single day. You might as well get good at it. I'm your host, Angela Sharina from Create Yourself Dead Today, your personal nutritionist and plate watcher, your diet guide and explorer, your fat loss coach and food inspector, and just someone with a lot, a lot of passion and obsession and curiosity for healthy food, healthy diets, nutrition, optimized human performance, everything and absolutely anything you put in your grocery shopping cart, your fridge, on your plate, and in your mouth. It's my business. Food School, on a mission to help you eat better daily. It's the last time I talk about food. It's the last time I talk about food. Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of Food School Smarter, Stronger, Leaner podcast. Did you miss me yesterday? We skipped the episode yesterday because I was on my visa trip to apply for Sweden visa to get to some amazing, awesome events happening spring and summer in Sweden. Future of food, of food supported by Google, and then business forum, Nordic business forum, where Simon Sinek gonna present. So a lot of cool events. So I applied for the visa, and fingers crossed, I'm gonna get my visa in six to seven days. Anyway, that's why we skipped it. Um, hope you had a chance to listen to re-listen to other episodes that were really cool and had amazing information. There is information on almost any topic that you can hear about in healthy living, healthy uh, lifestyle movement, healthy eating, nutrition, uh, anything and everything in between. So when we skip the episode or on the weekends, listen to other episodes that, you know, you might have forgotten about. Uh, because guess what, guys? Repetition is the mother of skills. The more you hear something, the more you repeat something, the more you do something, of course, the better you understand it, the better you know it, and the better you practice it, and the more health you have, and the better the quality of life that you have. So anyway, today is dedicated to um, specific topic that more and more educators, health educators, nutrition educators, and people in and people um, in healthy living community are passionate about sleep. Um, there is more and more research coming out uh, almost like every day, every week, every month. Uh, there is more and more news on the sleep topic. Again, it seems like almost every single day. And we start to discover that sleep is very important for every aspect of our life. Like, for example, you might think that in order to lose weight, in order to lose fat, specifically, uh, most of us want to lose fat, not like, you know, healthy, lean muscle tissue. In order to lose fat, 
It's not enough to just do certain kind of training or eat certain kinds of foods. It actually uh, a must to have good quality sleep on a regular basis. Because when you don't sleep enough, first, your body, when you train, when you go into a caloric deficit, your body will burn much, much, much less fat and will burn much, much more your own muscles. So you might end up being skinny fat even when you do weight training, even when you exercise uh, a lot, even when you eat clean. But your body will be in that stress state because of your sleep deprivation, and uh, you're not going to be able to um, burn fat efficiently and effectively. Uh, and then also your body, because of certain hormones dominating, you're going to get less growth hormone, you're going to get more cortisol or stress hormone that helps you to break down stuff, your muscles, including uh, if you're always sleep deprived and in that mild stress state. So your body will also build less muscles. So you might be training hard, you might be uh, super good with your nutrition, but if you're not sleeping well enough or long enough, then guess what, guys? You're not going to be able to burn your fat really well, and you're going to burn more of your muscles, and plus, you're not going to be building that much muscle in the first place. And then also on the top of that, it's also proven by studies, you're going to be less, uh, you're going to be more insulin resistant, you're going to be less glucose sensitive. So basically, uh, most of the glucose, most of the fuel that your body going to get, it's going to put it into storage. Uh, And also your blood glucose is going to be elevated much, much more. Even one night of bad sleep, you can even, you know, get some simple blood glucose monitor, and you can measure your fasted blood glucose one day at certain time. And then you sleep for two hours less, and then you measure your blood glucose at the same time, eating the same kind of things, you know, training the same, having the same kind of lifestyle. You measure it, and your blood glucose will 100% be higher. Like, the result is guaranteed. So, your blood glucose is going to go up. You're going to be more insulin resistant. Um, Chronic sleep deprivation, by the way, makes your um, blood glucose, um, the state of it, your glucose, your insulin sensitivity, basically you can be diagnosed as being pre-diabetic and not because of your diet or because your pancreas is faulty or something else, but actually because of your sleep deprivation. Uh, So not only you're going to burn more of your muscles, you're going to be much worse at burning your own fat, you're going to be much worse at building muscles. But then again, when you eat, your blood glucose will spike, you're going to store more fat, you're also going to develop a lot more cravings, especially for highly processed, high carbohydrate, but also any kind of high carbohydrate, high fat processed junk, your cravings are going to increase exponentially. It's also proven by studies that people eat on average three, 400 calories more on the next day after they had a night of bad sleep. And not only that, but they end up eating more those highly processed foods with a lot of processed carbohydrates. Um, Next thing, leaky gut, gut issues, indigestion, uh, I don't know, 
<sighs> gluten intolerance or just a lot of intolerances it seems in your gut uh, all kinds of gut issues guess what your gut gets inflamed much more there is constant gut inflammation going on if you're constantly sleep deprived so if you're not sleeping well forget about your gut health you might be drinking all the probiotics you want and eating all the prebiotic foods you want but if you're not sleeping well enough forget about good quality uh, forget about gut health how about brain performance, your learning abilities, your memory? Uh, probably you don't want to end up having Alzheimer's and dementia and not being able to to live your own life without any help when you're um, 60, when you're 70. You know, uh, we think about old people, um, like, you know, about people who who just are the way they are. We think they don't have as much zest for life or um, desire to live and do things and make things happen. It's not actually the case. It's just um, a lot of uh, older people, when people get older because of their poor lifestyle throughout their life and their lack of good quality sleep and, you know, bad nutrition, all that stuff, they just lose their ability, the capacity to uh, consciously process their life experience. That's why they seem to be so much less engaged with life. But guess what, guys? If you take care of your brain health through proper sleep, through proper nutrition, through proper movement and exercise and stress management habits, you're going to be much more able uh, the when you are older than somebody who doesn't do that. And your brain is your key to your life experience, guys. So if you have, you know, if your body works pretty well, but you don't have the capacity to experience your life because you don't have your brain health, because you have, you have some, you know, plaques in your brain, you have Alzheimer's, you have, uh, I don't know, something, you don't just don't uh, have your brain health. And guess what, guys, no matter how healthy your body is, you're not going to be able to experience life deeper and richer because brain is the center of your conscious life experience. So you better take care of your brain health right now because Alzheimer's, dementia, they start to develop like 20, 30 years before. And if you continue doing the same uh, stupid shit like not sleeping enough, like eating processed, uh, a lot of bunch of processed foods, not moving enough, uh, you know, accumulating that inflammation, that insulin resistance. So get was, guess what, guys? When you're uh, in your 60s and 70s, you're going to feel like you're not even living your life anymore because your brain will be in such a bad shape. And and believe me, inside of you, you will still want to live as much as possible, as many days as possible, having all your uh, abilities intact. We, we we can't really have them intact, of course, but the more you take care of your brain, the better you sleep, the more you'll be able to... Um, the more you'll be able to live your life on your own terms, even when you're 60 and 70 and maybe, you know, 100. Uh, I I honestly believe that at some point we all going to live 100 and beyond. And I have my own personal plan to live to 1000 years old. I believe it's going to be a combination of different discoveries, lifestyle upgrades, technological upgrades. And I believe it's just a, an engineering problem. So I'm very positive about that. Um, so what to do? You know, sleep is obviously that important. It affects 
every single area of your life. And guys, you're considered to be sleep deprived if you are sleeping less than seven hours a night on a regular basis. And your sleep deprivation throughout the week, you cannot sleep it on the weekend. It doesn't work like that. You don't have sleep sleep data that you can pay later. It doesn't work like that. Um, you need to be able, you need to be in bed for eight hours every night, like every single night, uh, unless it's, you know, one uh, once in a blue moon occasion, you need to be in bed for eight hours. And you not, uh, you can't watch TV or uh, stare, I don't know, at your phone screen while you're in bed for that, for those eight hours. No, you need to be actually sleeping or at least trying to sleep if you have problems with that. Um, and right now we're going to address the aspects of your lifestyle that will help you to get better quality of sleep and will help you to develop proper sleep hygiene. Because again, all the rest of the areas of your life depend on the good quality of your sleep. So what to do to have a good sleep, to have good quality sleep, to improve your sleep quality. Because when it comes to sleep, not only the hours you spend in bed matter, but also the quality of your sleep, the uh, not interrupt, not interrupted aspect of your sleep. So you need to be able to sleep in one huge chunk without waking up ideally uh, just sleeping you know from when you go to bed to when you wake up um, so that's how you need to be sleeping and you need to be getting deep sleep and rapid eye movement sleep and all kinds of uh, and you know other um, stages of sleep too for proper recovery and proper health so what to do well, number one schedule eight hours of sleep like put it in your schedule if you go to bed, let's say 11 p.m., that is the cutoff time for a good quality sleep, also proven by science. Ideally, you go to bed at 9 p.m. That's when I go to bed. So let's say let's say 10 p.m. So you go to bed 10 p.m. You schedule it. You're in bed at 10 p.m. and you get up no earlier than 6 a.m. That's how you schedule your eight hours of sleep in bed. And you don't have your TV on. You don't have your mobile phone on at that time. Um, one hour before bed, you need to start getting ready for bed. Very important is sleep hygiene for your quality of sleep, for all the hormones like melatonin produced properly, for cortisol to be, to reduce, for melatonin to rise properly. So at least, at least, very least, you know, most experts recommend that, you know, when it gets dark outside, it gets dark inside to, you dim your lights. But at least an hour before bed, you need to dim all of your lights as much as possible. No overhead lighting, just side lights that are kind of like yellowish and red light spectrum. Uh, you don't look at your screens an hour before bed, your mobile phone, your computer, even with the red filter, uh, when you have some kind of app like Flux or Twilight that makes your screens, uh, that make your screens red, you still it's still not ideal. And the studies show that you still get some delay of melatonin production and the quality of your sleep decreases. So try to read a book, try to spend time with your friends, with your relatives, with your family, with your loved ones. Uh, try to do some activity without screens. TV, by the way, produces much less um, 
effect of delaying your melatonin production, but make sure that you don't watch TV in bed because otherwise your brain associates your bed with not sleeping but doing things like watching tv is also proven so if you watch tv watch it i don't know sitting on a chair or something um, and then go to bed but again it's best to not have any screen interaction in hour and hour before get bed for a good quality sleep um I don't know how, but organize it. Your sleep, your quality of life worth it. Plus, you need some distance from work, from all these computers, from all this technology to recover and restore all your functions and mental health properly. So one hour before bed, again, dim all the lights in your house and no screen time. Also very important to have light exposure in the morning. So when the sun is up, at least 10 minutes outside uh, in sunlight, you got to do it in order for your melatonin to, again, function properly. So you got to get some light in the morning when the sun is up and staring in the window is not enough. You got to get your sunlight outside uh, and then you got to also dim your lights and work with light at night. That's how you improve the quality of your sleep through light hygiene. Temperature. You gotta also change the temperature from warmer to cool to fall asleep better. And how do you do that? Well, first of all, you, I don't know, open the window, uh, turn off all the heating, and make sure that in your room for your sleep, the temperature is somewhere around uh, 18 degrees Celsius or 68 to 70 degrees Fahrenheit. Uh, so this is the ideal temperature for sleeping. And then also to kind of transition your body from warmer to cooler temperatures, you take uh, a shower, warm shower, you don't need to take cold or super hot shower, or maybe take a bath. And then when you get out, your body will naturally cool itself down, it will help you to fall asleep. By the way, it seems that uh, warm showers and cold showers help equally to fall asleep, to go to bed and fall asleep faster right after um, those water uh, procedures, water hygiene, um, light again, light. When you sleep, it's gotta be dark. You gotta have blackout curtains. Like, you know, my mom sleep with her curtains, curtains open while she used to sleep. And then one day I told her, mom, you can't sleep. You, you can't expect to first the way it started, she said that she couldn't sleep past 5 p.m. these days. Uh, I'm in Siberia. It's getting light super early during summer. And during spring, we have um, during summer a lot of white nights when it's basically daylight outside 24 hours a day. So she said, um, I can't sleep past 5 a.m. now. And I'm like, but you're, keep your curtains open and she has pretty good curtains that make it really dark in the room and i'm like try to close them for uh, tonight and she did that and she slept past 6 a.m just fine so that just shows even though you think you know when i fall asleep you know it's dark so i won't get up or i won't wake up your eyes start sending sensing light through your eyelids as soon as the sun is up so don't take it lightly it gotta be pitch dark in your room there shouldn't be any street light 
shining into your room. So it's very, very important for good quality of sleep, for deep enough sleep for you to restore your functions properly. And then the last but not least, noise. Uh, if you don't, if you have a room that doesn't have noise canceling walls and windows, and there is potentially can be some noise in your room or outside that you can hear or that can wake you up or that can kind of wake you up without you consciously aware of that, take my advice. Get some good quality earplugs, get used to them, try a few ones, uh, find the ones that work for you, and your good your sleep quality will also improve a lot. And that initial discomfort of having to wear earplugs will soon be completely forgotten and you'll be able to enjoy much, much better sleep. Because there is this aspect, guys, that you might think that you sleep through the night uh, deeply enough, but a lot of times if there is noise, if there is light outside, if there is anything that disturbs your body physically, you might actually be awake or be in a very in a very light stages of sleep, but you won't be aware of that consciously and you're not going to remember about that in the morning. The only thing that that's going to change is your recovery and you'll not you're not going to feel as recovered after the same amount of sleep as you could if you didn't have those distractions and things that wake that woke you up or put you uh, in um, lighter stages of sleep so very important and so to recap guys first of all why do you want to care about sleep because if you don't care about your sleep and you're constantly sleep deprived sleeping less than seven hours a night then you're gonna store more fat you're gonna burn less fat you're gonna build less muscles you're gonna actually destroy and burn uh, more of your own muscles you're gonna be less insulin sensitive and your blood glucose is gonna spike much more and you're gonna be carbohydrate intolerant, so to speak, and uh, you're going to accumulate more visceral fat and you're going to have gut problems and you're going to have brain problems and learning problems and bad memory. So it's worth it to uh, have a good sleep hygiene. And good sleep hygiene means schedule eight hours of sleep, of actual sleep, ideally before 11 p.m. So 10 p.m. is good, 9 p.m. is even better. Um, and when you do have this good light hygiene and temperature hygiene, believe me guys, you would want you will want to go to bed earlier and earlier the more you f you follow these procedures. So don't forget about the light. It should be dark in your room, there should be no light coming in. It should be really, really dark. You shouldn't be able to see anything in your room. It should be quiet or use earplugs or use also eye mask if you don't have the ability right now to sleep in a completely dark environment. One hour before night, before bed, at least, you need to dim all of your lights, no overhead lighting. Uh, one hour before bed, you need to get off all of your screens, um, a little bit TV maybe, but not ideally. Try to sleep more. Try, <laughs> try to do more 
uh, try to do more no, not technological activities, like, again, spending time with family, spending time reading a book, or maybe playing an instrument. That's ideal for, that's an ideal activity an hour before bed. So do that. Um, noise, temperature. We forgot about temperature, the last one. So transition from warmer to cooler, uh, take a shower, take a bath before bed. Uh, also make sure that your room is cool, 18 degrees centigrade, uh, 68, 70 degrees Fahrenheit. And that's about it, guys. Do it, try it for a week and see how much better you feel, how much better your mood is and how better, how much better you remember things and how much better you perform mentally and physically. Just record that for a week. Change your sleep routine if it's not ideal. Make it better as much as you can. And again, do some self-reflection. Uh, write down something, journal. That's going to help you to uh, really motivate your sleep hygiene, your uh, sleep routine. The more you notice the difference between your the quality of your life uh, before that experiment and after that experiment. So thank you guys for tuning in. That is really, really important topic that you're going to learn more and you're going to hear more about the in healthy community, in health community. Again, more and more you're going to hear about that. So start practicing it now. Thank you for tuning in tomorrow. Stay tuned for more food news. And then we're going to uh, get into the science of fat loss. So again, going to be interesting. Don't forget to, ch to check out my Instagram and other social media for more videos and uh, visuals on meal planning, meal prepping. And as usual, till next time, eat better daily. <laughs>